to Mind Matters with Sandy and Kathleen and today we're going to talk about perspective and how perspective can change your life and how you view the world. Absolutely. Is and that all you have to say? Right, <laughs> we're finished now. We're finished, thank okay, you very thanks. much. Okay, thanks, and have a good day everyone. Welcome back and Happy New Year. I should say, yes, it's our first podcast for the new year. Hope that you've been listening to the previous ones. We've had ones on online dating. The online dating one's been particularly popular. How to choose a therapist and how we view addiction seem to be the ones that people are loving. Okay, I love the feedback because Kath is um, all over these stats where I'm not. No. (laughs) (laughs) Polar opposites. There's always, well, you know, in every group there's always... One that has this perspective and one that has the other. As far as Sandy's concerned, she's more concerned about her perspective is that we need to do these. My perspective is we need to look at what's happened at the back end of it. She's going into it and I'm coming out the other end. Well, see, that's Kath's perspective, whereas my perspective, (laughs) mine is I'm just um, actually following a lead because Kath set up all the the back end so I don't know how that works so it's not that I don't care actually not your circus not your monkey well I just don't know how it works because we have we actually don't get enough time I actually I am see here we go perspective I'm actually interested but I don't know how that end Mm. works and we haven't had enough time to sit down where she can sort of go this is what this is and I'm actually interested so there we go there's some perspective (laughs) just on the beginning and from my perspective, I know you're interested and I know we haven't had the time, but I know eventually, maybe in another two or three years, yeah. I might get five minutes to show it to you. That would be great. I'd like that. So how we, we got onto this topic is we were talking about art because I just hung up my new um, calendar in my consulting room and it has, it's Van Gogh's Sorry, Sorry Not, Sorry Not. Yes, sorry, 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 not. No, sorry, that's, no, that's the song. No, that's the song, which was sorry, sung about the painting. About the painting, yes. So we started talking about uh, paintings and perspective and fine arts and Sandy's sort of fine arts background and all of those things. So we thought that's what we might talk about because it comes up a lot. A lot of time I spend in therapy with people, especially in couples therapy, looking at the different perspectives you can of one conversation. Absolutely. And what a word is. And so when um, both Kath and I are doing therapy, the importance of a word, so... And what that perspective and the probably the vibration or the implication those words have within how we see, feel, and perceive our world. So let's just pick a word. I'm going to pick a word, Kath. Love. Mm-hmm. Okay, really good word because it's very global. I think yeah. every um, probably nationality has their own word for love or what the perspective or what the meaning is of love and so then you've got all these different genres love of a child love of an animal love of a house love of a vehicle da 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 it goes on and on and on so if i sit there and i go kath i love you (laughs) kath might go oh you're making me feel uncomfortable which I only because it's the fourth time she said it to me today (laughs) well i just want her to know that i love her (laughs) Just the chocolate, <laughs> well, the chocolate she loves. I, I love chocolate. <laughs> but that's different from being in love. Yes. And we're not in love with each other. Although at times, you know, we are just yeah. in love. We have been known to be wife and wife. Yeah. We have been known. But there you go. There's another one. What is 
love and what's your perspective of love? Mm. So I know probably my perspective may be similar to Kath's, but there would be different areas where we'd go, oh, no, that's not how I feel love is. And uh, we were talking about, uh, like, there's just, when you think of pivotal words, of often if we're having a conversation, if it comes up large and loud, as a therapist, I'm always, I'm like a meerkat. It's like, oh, have to investigate that word because I need to know what that word, what that perspective of that word is for that person. That's where I have to take my own hat off, my own feelings, my own opinions and hear the perspective of what that is. So rebel was the word that we were talking about before. So mm. had a client say that they felt someone in their life was a rebel. And so we were looking at what does a rebel mean and then delved in deeper and the explanation they gave was not what I would give. And they changed, it was actually, yeah, it wasn't a great perspective, whereas you can look at a rebel in several different ways. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And so when you think of perspective of life, and I suppose this is a general sort of thing that we're talking about in this podcast, is when you're sitting down with a group of people having a chat, You'll have your own perspective of what you're hearing. They've done studies and all the rest where um, even on this conversation of how we come out of this, we'll see it in very different ways because we've translated those words into our own perspective. And this is why arguments and all the rest happen. So when you're in um, a meeting, sitting around with a group of friends, it's like you could take you out of that conversation. I might say to you, how did you feel that went and what was your perspective on it? But then I could take someone 10 minutes later that had been in the same space and they'll have a very different perspective. Mm. And this is where it, it's incredibly um, important to be aware of that. It is. And this <coughs> is where I think also empathy comes into it as well that you can get a group of people together and they will hear somebody if they talk about a topic and they might be quite emotive about it and you could stand there and say that was very arrogant but then if you come to their perspective and go okay so mm. say for argument's sake I say um I often talk about politics or something that or religion even but politics hang on we're thing. not allowed to talk about that on the no, podcast. No, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna have an argument <laughs> like I, I was talking to a friend about um Donald Trump and and I said what we get is the media's perspective pushed upon us so I said but and I'm not saying that I'm a Trump supporter or not it's not it's not about that yes we're talking about perspective so I actually approached two people one person I know who's a born and bred Australian but they've lived back and forth between here and the US they're now living in the US so I approached her and asked her what the view on the ground in general middle America was of of President Trump. Whereabouts is she? West Virginia. Okay, because you know I was in America earlier this year yeah. and I was in Texas. So let's talk, because so we haven't talked about that. Yeah, so let's so this have is a chat. different perspective. Yeah. And then also a friend of mine who mm. was married to someone, so she lived in America for a while, but she's, her husband is still in America. His perspective on Donald Trump, and it is not, neither of those perspectives are the same, mm -hmm. but neither of them are the perspective that we're fed here in Australia in the media. So you can give 
and the media has a large part to play in this. The media will often, same as with the royal issue that we've got going on with um, Meghan and, and Harry, they can give you a perspective on it, but then there's other aspects of it that you can look at it from that different angle that you might get a different feeling about it. That then translates into a conversation that you might have with friends in a group that you could get there and everybody could have a different perspective on something and everyone could walk out and people could go, that was an aggressive conversation people yeah. would think it was a constructive conversation yeah. some people would, might not have picked up on the aggression at all in any way five people might have viewed it from three different angles mm. and that's where empathy comes why did that person react like that why did i react like that and it's putting yourself into yeah. their perspective and and it is it's one of those things that emp it's interesting that you brought empathy up um, I think also it's about some of this is about um, like saying empathy. So what you feel, even when the words may be right, right or wrong, depending on your perspective, is integral to what you feel and how you then translate it. So if you're sitting there and, and let, just because you've brought up Trump, you know, you get it where people are lovers, haters mm -hmm. and all the rest. And as um, human beings, we're sitting back and we get, you know, that filtering sensation from the media, from friends that you've asked. Even when I, because when I was in the States, I asked yeah, several cause people. Because I'm there. I, I was interested how people felt about having him as their president. And being in Texas, of course, <laughs> I had some fairly interesting <laughs> responses. But I had—I actually had no opinion. Overall, negative or positive? Um, it was—it depended on where I was, but it was actually quite negative. Yeah. But then I got these ones that were just so incredibly pro-Trump and stuff. Um, because when I was over there, they just had another shooting. Yeah, uh, in and being Texas, they can they have the right to bear arms, so all that sort of stuff. Um, so they so that was up there, and of course Trump is very pro um, having people with arms, you know, ha having people with guns and all the rest. So that it was quite um, emotive. Like he, gets it. he gets yeah, it. He yeah, gets it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had one lady. I was trying on a top in a little place in Fort Worth, Texas. And I stepped out of the cubicle and I was standing there looking at, at myself and this woman said, oh, you look lovely in that, honey. And I went, oh, sorry about the accent there, guys. Um, and I said, oh, thank you. And she was an elderly lady, I'd say probably in her 70s. And um, just for all the geriatric people that are listening that are 70, yes, it, she's out, you're elderly now. You're just, you're okay. just well, you're the new 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so... And I said, oh, thank you. And she said, oh, you're Australian, are you? And I said, yes. And she said, and just straight off the bat, she said, oh, well, how, how do you guys defend yourselves? And I said, I beg your pardon? Like, on what level? Well, yeah, like, yeah. It, was, it was this wildly sort of statement <laughs> that was directed towards me while I'm standing there in this obviously particularly nice looking top, which I didn't buy. But um, I said, are you talking about our gun laws? And she said, yes, you have those really strange gun laws over there. And, and I that said, we don't allow them. <laughs> and, and I said, what, that we, you know, actually license people and take away firearms and, you know, all that. And she said, yes. She said, so how are you going to defend yourself? And I, I look, honestly, I was somewhat offended by this point. <laughs> and I said, 
And I looked at her and because she just kept going and it sort of belt built and I was trying to back away graciously but she was wanting to continue that conversation. And I said, well, we've just had another gun amnesty in Australia and we've had thousands and thousands of weapons handed in that were unlicensed and all the rest. I said, bad guys, no matter where they are in the world, are going to get guns and all the rest. I said, but overall, we don't have mass shootings. I said, for the number of days of the year that we've had already, you've had more shootings and deaths in schools than you've had days of the year. So we don't get that in Australia. And I said, so, <clears throat> all the rest. And I said, and so when you're talking about our strange gun laws, I said, are you referring to terrorism? And she said, yeah, how are you going to defend yourself against that? And I said, so are you now saying that people with backpacks and a beard, that you're going to shoot because... They're the, they're the terrorists? I said, you're just going to shoot all of them because you know that? I said, that's why it's called terrorism. You don't know how... His gun is not going to defend that. <laughs> so I, I looked at her and I said, so how are you going to defend that? And I said, that's why you guys lost Vietnam because you didn't know where it was coming from. I, like, I was <laughs> offended. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but see, there's, there's two that perspective from a conversation. So yeah. if you... She look, was looking at you yeah. from her perspective. She's like, I do not understand this. I do mm. not understand how she's going to defend herself and why you can't see the problem. And from your perspective, you're going, no, why can't you see the problem? Well, I know that so, when I said, are you talking about the people with beards and backpacks? Are you talking about terrorism? She, I could see that she'd never, ever seen it from that perspective. And in a way, it was, pro it was actually unkind of me because then she felt unsafe again. Because mm. she felt she was safe with a gun. But she was that quite, she that was quite confrontational to say what, you know, not Australian, oh, people often talk about, would talk about kangaroos, kangaroos and koalas yeah, or something like, no, 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 she just goes straight, straight into gun the gun, laws. Yeah, gun laws. And I went, like, I was really <laughs> taken back. And, she, and do you know the honest truth is I know that she was not trying to be offensive. Yeah. It, she wasn't meaning to be. But she wouldn't let me exit the conversation graciously and she just kept following me so and you know it was but that's all about perspective and I yeah. know that what I did by asking her about because I said is this are you talking about terrorism I know that when I brought up so you're going to kill all the people with beards and backpacks um so I, I generalized and she went you could see the change in perspective because she hadn't ever thought about that. And as I say, in a way, it was probably incredibly unkind of me because she probably went away feeling very unsafe again. You know, oh, she'll go and get a few Uzi's The Australians aren't very, aren't very, you know. <laughs> probably the Australians aren't very nice anymore either. But um, yeah, we're just crazy. But that's all about perspective. It you is. Know? And also, if you go back to one of our other podcasts about reducing the drama in your life, how much drama you allow, you manifest in your life will also change your perspective as well on things. Oh, totally. If totally. you get into a, a well, especially we were talking before about anticipation of conversations, that you know you're going to go into a conversation that you think where there's going to be a certain amount of confrontation or, or and you might run the dialogue, you go, oh, I know how this is going to mm. go. If you go into a family situation for argument's sake... You've dealt with a difficult family member or in a situation that's often difficult and you know 
from my perspective, this is what's probably going to happen. You run the dialogue, and if it doesn't play out that way, you can be either left, relieved or that's left right. hanging, <laughs> or create your own drama so you can yeah. go with your perspective from this perspective. But it's about so it's almost like expectations. If you let go of your expectations going into a situation, you might find that you don't need to jump to the looking at all the different perspectives because you, you're there just going, I have no expectations of this. Yeah, and then you. And then when you come back to perspective, you go, ah, that's their perspective of that word or mm. that situation. You know, because that in that American situation, that was very much her perspective of us crazy Aussies not having guns mm. and reducing the amount of... So she had a real perspective that that was just... That was it. That was it. Well, I, had, I got called into a meeting at my son's school, um, his... his foundation or prep as we call them in some um first year of school however wherever you are uh well i got called into a meeting because there'd been some mm. conflicts with him and another little boy that he's actually really good friends with and i didn't realize so i was dealing i had the school the teacher the classroom teacher and i had the well-being coordinator and the well-being coordinator i had already been to a meeting with because i was going to do some program work with her but i found out she had no training so she's a classroom teacher that had taken on this job she'd probably done professional development but she hadn't done what sandy and i do which is sandy and i can walk into a room of anyone and we will look at that situation from everybody's perspective yeah so we don't just look at it from our perspective or our clients we'll look at we do it with couples therapy we do it with family therapy i do it with family therapy mm. i do role play sandy and i do role play people our clients often laugh because they think that we must have been a fly on the wall, had yeah. CCTV cameras in. Yeah, they go, get to oh, know, you do that very well. <laughs> that's right. You get to know how people react or what their personalities are like in a family. Like I, I sat here with family therapy. I go, let me get this right in this situation. You do this from your perspective. You're seeing this. You're seeing that. We can look at everything from that pers from everybody else's perspective. So I did this. I went into this meeting and they told me what had been going on and, and they honestly didn't know how to handle it. They didn't mm. say it in those words, but I think they were looking at me and I went, and the more they were talking about because I'm saying, look, I'm not in the classroom. I'm at home or I'm at work. I'm not in the classroom. You see it. Tell me what's going on. And then I said, okay, this is not a problem. They, they were seeing this conflict as an issue, whereas what I was seeing from my perspective is I could sit there and go, I know what my son was doing and I know what the other boy was doing and neither of them were wrong. They were just both trying to learn and it was be if you look at it from both of their perspectives it was really really clear and when i explained it to the teacher and the well-being coordinator they just had this aha moment <laughs> and went ah oh, that would explain why this has happened and that's happened and and so on and i said all right now go back and convey this to the other to the mother of the other child because i think she was being a bit standoffish towards me because i didn't know there was a problem like this had been going i didn't know there was an issue so I was just going on with life as usual because I was mm. I was oblivious. But I think she got a bit standoffish because she thought maybe that I thought that she was doing something wrong. I don't know. It was all, yeah. again, That's her perspective. Yeah. And so once they cleared that up with her, she's been fine mm. ever since. Um, and so and, and all it took was me standing in my son's perspective, the other child, the everybody, and having a look at it and going, all right, I can see where this is, what, what's happened here. Yeah. So doing that in any situation where there's conflict or you get someone, you know, someone, a friend of yours, it's really upset with you over something and you go, oh, let's look at it from their perspective. And one of the things um, I often, and 
as a therapist, as, as Kath and I are therapists, and I'm sure many of you would have heard, you know, to understand someone, you've got to stand in their shoes. But it goes further than that because this is about perspective. Not only have you got to stand in your their shoes, you've got to take your own shoes off first. That's right. So you've got to go in with no uh, preconceived idea of, well, hang on, from my perspective, it should be blah, blah, blah. So when we're listening to clients, we need to hear what their perspective of that particular word is or that situation and do it without judgment because if we judge, we've lost the whole thread of what's that's, going yeah, on. I've, I actually had a client this morning and a lovely lady and she just finished off with me today and uh, we were talking about one thing and I said, now I'm going to step out of my therapist's shoes and I'm going to give you a personal perspective. So I understand this is that, but, but I knew the difference. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, it's often what people don't realise. They don't get the difference of stepping not only into someone else's shoes, you've got to take your own shoes off first. So you've got yes. to be a blank slate. If you leave your and own listen. shoes off. Yeah, and take, that's, leave your own shoes on and you look and you go into a situation and somebody, you go, okay, I see what they did there. And then but you, with your shoes on, you're, still, you're going to judge them and say yeah. they should have done this. Yes. Or if it was me, I would have done that. It's not about what you would have done or what they should have done. It's about understanding what their perspective is so that you can reduce the conflict, get an idea of what's going on, all of those things. And it also brings in a lot of closeness. So while often, because so often Kath and I work with people in conflict, but when you do that on a personal scale with a partner, with a child, like what you do with Charlie, you know, at school, you you did the therapy thing. You took your own feelings and listened to the situation from a perspective where you could hear both without judgment. So when you're with your loved ones, with even with people at work, if you go in with um, a openness and perhaps even to some extent a vulnerability, of allowing yourself not to judge, not to bring your own perspective, well, I should have done this and all the rest. If the conversation flows incredibly differently because you're open, it doesn't mean that you're not allowed your own perspective and your own ideas mm. at all, but it means it reduces that and it creates a deeper communication and an understanding because you understand the person that's sitting in front of you and it yes. becomes a deeper richer sort of thing because you're not looking to change them that's you're right then you're just looking understanding to, yeah it. in fact in some time like even in my, i'm just thinking about some of my own own perspective but when i've been more open to my partner it gives me more depth on understanding who he is and i love that because i don't want to change him it allows him to be more of who he is. And I actually get it then. And I'm not offended by it or anything like that. So perspective and how you see, feel, think, respond is incredible throughout every aspect of your life. And all of this came about because Kath and I were talking about um, a like starry night and I'd done an art history and I'd worked perspective from a purely physical point of view of 
being of what you think you see. Some people, okay, well, I'll do the conversation. Say you're drawing a box. People would often draw what they think they see, not what they actually see. And that's what we're talking about here, is what actually is for each person, not what you think it is. Yeah, so that was... So if you want to see my own artwork, because we were comparing Van Gogh's Starry Night to the artwork that I did at Corkett and Chrome, which is, if you're not familiar with it, it's a place you go and drink wine and they um, teach you how to... They take you step by step through how to paint a, a picture. There's heaps of different paintings that you can... You're, you're copying someone's painting. Plagiarism. And plagiarism. <laughs> plagiarism. Mine is of the Eiffel Tower on, on in Paris there and top of the pathway in the night or something I don't know my kids took me to um to that for my birthday last year it's fantastic absolutely fantastic but um I was saying to Sandy what sort of from your perspective what sort of what sort of painter do you think I am what have I followed there and would you say no I see, I see. <laughs> she said because we were talking about I was talking about cubism and pointillism and all like all isms, yeah. isms and there is one and I said I think that's naiveism <laughs> <laughs> But I had, um, talking about perspective, I had a friend send me a screenshot of a Facebook post that a family member had put up the other night and she said to me, can you please comment this on this? Because she had been excluded from a family event and she wanted me to get involved and make a comment about <laughs> it. And I thought, clearly, from her perspective, she's not paying any attention to who I am and what I do. We've known each other. <laughs> For 40 years, we've been 40 years next month we have known each other. Well, and we she's must been be one. We must be, <laughs> yeah, well, clearly we're not. Because she, and I just came back and I said to her, we need to stand back and look at this from a different perspective. And Because I, I immediately, when I looked at it, the first thing I did was that I went, I can understand why my friend's upset about this, but I can also understand why the rest of the family did it. Like I could see it from everybody's point of view. Yeah. And this was not a reason to heighten the conflict. And if you look at my life and Sandy's life, we don't have an elevated amount of conflict. And when it happens, we bring it down to ground level pretty quickly Absolutely. because we don't we, we can get that perspective, look at it from everybody's go, okay, this is I understand why they're reacting like this, what's going on, what do I need to do to, to bring this down? And, and so we don't have that drama. Like, you know, I'm sure you've all got those Facebook friends where you look and go, oh, every week, every day, it's something else that they're, they're disgruntled about everything. They think everybody's against them. They think nobody understands them. They're doing all of this stuff where in actual fact, it's their perspective yeah. that is bringing about that drama. I, you know, I'll give you a really nice little snippet. You just brought it to, to my bring head. It down, to bring us, to close us uh, off today, Sandy's going to give us a snippet. But, but what you were saying like that is another one over in America. And because everyone in America loves America. <laughs> and I was there and I was chatting to someone else and they said, oh, are you moving to America? And I went, oh, hell no. <laughs> and all the rest. And I offended them. Now that could have turned into what you were talking about. I mm. recognised it really quickly because it was not. It's and I looked and I went, "Oh, how do I de-escalate this?" And I went, "You know how you love America," and I said, "I just love Australia like that." So you know, I was not yeah. meaning to offend and all the rest. But that same sort of deal is that when you actually notice and I just went oh I, I've really mm. offended someone here well done Sandy stop re retract and you know the same as what you were saying is you just 
we recognise, and it's not like we don't have drama, we don't have, oh. you know, difficult situations that we don't, we face. It's not like that we're living in this la-la land. We there have all of that. Absolute perfection. It's not that. It no, all happens. It does. It's just that we de-escalate. And does that mean that people in our lives are, are always happy about it? No. No. For some people, especially if they're looking for the conflict or they want to find a problem or they like the negativity, they're never happy with us because we can't argue. Yeah, because I'm not. We don't get involved in it. We're not like I'm not involved. Like I'm just not, in not interested. Doing my own thing over here. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. That's right. Seems to be. I'm doing that with all my clients at the moment. <laughs> Is this your circus? Are these your monkeys? No. Then move right back to your own circus and leave this circus to somebody else. So and take your fleas with you. Take your fleas with you. <laughs> That's right. On that note, we're going to leave you for today. Don't forget to head over to the Facebook page, Mind Matters with Sandy and Kathleen. We've also got Skyview Hypnotherapy and Mental Health and Beyond. That's well where you done. can find me. If you want to come and see um, my beautiful painting that I've done here, by all means, make an appointment to pop in. And uh, and Sandy's here as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the monkey room next door. <laughs> yeah, so she's just got a circus with all of those monkeys. But if you like to see some quiet, come in and look at my painting. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody, and we will catch you on the next podcast.